Hi, and welcome to Zed Games. Recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios in Brisbane and broadcast nationally over the community radio network, Zed Games brings you the latest gaming news, reviews, and interviews from across Australia and around the world. Hello, you are now listening to Zed Games, Australia's favourite gaming radio program, coming at you live on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM. You might also be listening on Zed Digital or around the nation thanks to the Community Radio Network. I am your host, Razor, and joining me in studio is Evie. Oh, hello, Ray. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yep. You excited for Radiothon? Absolutely. Yeah, it's good to have you in the studio again, Evie. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, it feels like an age. So, yes, it is Radiothon week, and we uh, have a lot of to talk about about that, uh, but we've also been playing Overcooked 2. Yeah, Overcooked 2. Oh, that's fun. The frantic cooking game. Yeah, uh-huh. I like that. So we're going to talk about that a little later on. Um, but first, uh, what... Is the daily prize if you subscribe for Radiothon today? Daily prize Wednesday, twenty second, uh, two thousand and eighteen Jungle Love Package featuring four three day three day adult passes, including festival access, camping, and parking for one vehicle. If you subscribe today and select Jungle Love as your gold prize as well, you have double the chances of winning. Very cool. Yeah. Speaking of gold prizes, Evie, some mm. really good ones. Uh, if you subscribe at any time until the uh, 21st or 20... Uh, until the end of the Radiothon, uh, <laughs> com- coming up is. next week. It's <laughs> <laughs> still on. Uh, you can go into the draw to win. Very cool stuff. There's a, a Tivoli Gold Pass. Yeah, that one... That one looks really good. The Trifford Golden Ticket. Score yourself one adult annual double pass to the Trifford. That's 12 months unlimited free access to any gig at the Trifford for yourself and a friend. Uh, okay. There is also... I, was, I misspoke before. Oh, the Tivoli. There is a Tivoli Oh, I was looking one at that one. For the that su- one's the one I won. That's why I'm looking at it. The Super Sub Prize. The Super Sub. Ah, an annual double pass for shows at both the Zoo and the Tivoli. One lucky Super Sub will enjoy unlimited show access... Across both venues for 12 months, this opportunity also provides the winner the option to be our live music correspondent for both venues over the year. Available for over-18s only. Mm, interesting. Mm. Uh, mm. So the Super Sub Pack is the pack that you want to choose if you're like an ultra-extreme hardcore dedicated ultra extreme for Triple Z listener. <laughs> and you know what? There's plenty of them out there. Tattoos on the arm, kind of. Uh, but you get like a, a s- bunch of stuff. Swag. Uh, like bags and I don't know all the glory. There's so much stuff. I can't there's even. So remember. many I can't prizes. Even... Oh my gosh! There's a pet prize. Yeah. One hairy pants photography photo shoot for your pampered pet plus two, eight times four prints and a hundred dollars credit towards wall art. Oh my goodness. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, if you want to become a Portable Z subscriber and go in the draw to win amazing Radiothon passes, prizes and passes and all the good stuff. Uh, you can call us, speak to a Zeta on three two five two one triple five, or you can go to four triple zorgau slash subscribe and do it there. That's probably the easiest way. I would say so. Uh, because you don't have to do much physical activity, just you know, using your yes. fingertips. Or if you're really excited and cannot contain yourself, you can come down to the studio during our extended reception hours. Mm, very mm. awesome. 
and those reception hours are available on the internet. Ah, on our well. website. Okay, you might as well subscribe. For triplez.org.au. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to talk about now Overcooked 2, a game that was released this month for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and the Nintendo Switch, which is what we played it on EV. Yeah. It is a cooking game for one to four players. and It's uh, hectic. It's hectic as heck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it there's some weird story it's like some crazy story about like <laughs> this onion king in his onion kingdom and there's uh like some kind of bread zombie play the unbread the unbread <laughs> <laughs> um which is hilarious there's a lot of a lot of puns and a lot of funny little cartoon characters uh, I, going around i but love it it doesn't really seem related to the core gameplay which is heavily kitchen based no, I don't really understand how us cooperating in a kitchen is going to stop the unbred. Mm. Um, that actually, that was really difficult to understand. Even yeah. even really paying attention as much yeah. as it was entertaining, I, I still was like, I don't really understand what the correlation is here. The thing is, the game isn't. It's about cooking, but there is like a, a, an epic adventure, say the world storyline there. If you want it, I just chose to skip through it because it really is very silly. <laughs> anyway. Basically, you are in a kitchen and you've just got to get orders out as quickly as possible. Uh, you're a little tiny chef and you, as the game progresses, you can be different characters. You start off with a dude with a beard and a guy with glasses, but you can unlock uh, you know, cute little girl chefs. You can unlock a cute little cat, um, <laughs> a raccoon, other crazy animals and stuff. Um, I think I saw like a wolf or like a dog-like thing mm. as well. And, uh, yeah, orders will come up and you basically just have to go through the motions to chop everything up, cook it, combine it on a plate and get it out as soon as possible because you're, uh, you know, you're on the clock. You've got like three minutes or something, depending on the level, to get as many orders out as you can. Now, at the end of the level, you're graded on a star rating, one to three stars or zero stars if you didn't make the minimum cutoff. Yeah. Um, it's complicated by the fact that... The there kitchens are, uh, are Yeah, environmental factors yeah. involved. Yeah, so whoever designed these kitchens um, probably should go back to architecture school yeah. because you don't really want to design kitchens where each third of the kitchen is on a different raft in the middle of the ocean. Or floating on hot air balloons that are moving <laughs> and you've got to throw the food across. Yeah, or are haunted <laughs> by ghosts that are moving the chopping boards back and forward. Oh, gosh. Or there'll be, like, a walkway in the middle of the kitchen where elderly people are just trying to barge their way through, and you've got to kind of dodge around them. Um, so you've also got to dodge the other chefs. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, it sounds simple. What you've got to do is, like, say uh, some sushi comes up uh, as requested by the customer, then you've just got to get, you know, the seaweed, the the prawns and the fish and cook the rice and put it all together on a plate and get it out there. Um, but there never seems to be enough time to do everything. And that's where the co-op nature of it comes in. So Evie and I were playing and um, we found out that the best way to play would be to delegate tasks. Yeah, it starts off when you do a level, it's it's a bit like we don't know what we're getting into, so you have to go for it. And then at the end of the level, if we haven't got, you know, a satisfactory amount of stars or points, 
we'd have to sit back and have like, so uh, Ray, where do you think we can improve on this kitchen <laughs> yeah. scenario? How can yeah. we, what would, what roles would you prefer? So it's very, <laughs> it was actually requires a lot of communication to yeah. succeed for sure. Yeah. That's the, the key aspect. Um, and also it does feel a little bit like work. If you've played games like Papers, Please, <laughs> or other work simulators like that, it's very much in that vein. When you're playing, you're focusing very hard on getting the job done, and everything that you're communicating to with your with your co-players, it's all ve- like very specific. I, I was to the triggered task. to my kitchen days. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> we've got an order up. Okay, this is what we need. <laughs> it's very fun, but it's not necessarily a game that you play to unwind. Like uh, you know your Farmville or or some other or Animal Crossing or no, some other game. No, it's very stressful. Yeah, it's extremely stressful. So, <laughs> uh, but that said, I mean it's amazing fun. Oh it's yeah, a absolutely essential co-op couch game. I think if you've got like a bunch of players, um, who are all keen to like you know fight against the clock. It's probably one of the best cooperative games I've seen in a while, actually, mm. because it's sort of. Everyone has different roles. Those roles can rotate. You can actually delegate roles however you want. Everyone has the same abilities, so it's not like, you know, you have a different character for different sets. It's, yeah. You're all the same. You're all chefs, and you've all just got to work together to get these orders out. It's very simple, but because of the environmental factors and mm. and uh, also if you're not very good at time management because there are time management elements, yes. that can be a downfall. And then, like, Ray last night burning half the kitchen down a couple of times. Mm, so you can, you've got to... When uh, the difficulty ramps up is when the the dishes become more complex. So you start off doing simple things like chopping up tomatoes and combining it with cooked pasta and then just throwing it out there. But then you'll have like very complicated dishes where you have to chop and cook beef, uh, cook rice, and then like chop and cook fish as well and combine them all together in different combinations. And, um, you know, if you don't manage the stove, things will catch on fire. And once the once the kitchen catches on fire, you've got to grab the fire extinguisher and go crazy and doing that, and that costs you precious seconds. Um, and there's also the dishes that have to be managed. The dishes get dirty yes. and they have to be cleaned, and it's always at the most annoying time. Yeah, no, I I think it was quite. It's really stressful when things catch on fire because you've got to you've got to put it out, and then you've got to drop the extinguisher, and then you've got to throw out all the food, and then you. Got, uh, but when that happens, when like certain levels up, you just might as well restart the whole level because yeah. you really, you get time becomes <laughs> very valuable. Yeah. But it's really fun. It's definitely it'd be a great even drinking game. I think like to have like at a party even. Maybe. Yeah. I want well, to. Maybe because drunk chefs. Depending on on how how your temperament is when you're playing, um, <laughs> you can get annoyed. I was I was playing with you, Evie, and you know we, we worked pretty well as a team. There was. Like very few sort of uh, flares, anger flares. I suppose there could be knives flying in the kitchen, um, depending but, on your temperament. Yeah, this is I was true. I was playing three and four player mode with my housemates, and at times it became quite heated, so to speak. Um, and especially when there's one player who's consistently letting the team down, or if there's some one person who doesn't want to listen to instructions, or if they think they're the leader when really you know someone else is mm, trying to lead. This game gets personal. Think, yeah, yeah. So mm. it it really. It's one of those games like that can bring out certain aspects of your personality that aren't normally there. You know, like you can really see who someone is in a high 
high pressure situation. You know, yeah. their real personality comes out, how they manage stress. That's when you can really tell what sort of people they are. And well, now I know what sort of people my housemate are, housemates are. <laughs> they're they're monsters. I was just <laughs> I was just about to say, well, you know what I'm like. I'm just like, okay, let's do it again. Take two. Yeah, we can do this. I, I actually. I think that's probably why I enjoyed the game so much is because I love, I actually work really well under pressure, especially time constraints. If I've got to do a lot of things in a short period of time, I can, I can bang it out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we reviewed Overcooked 1 on the program a couple of years ago, and we had a a really good time with it. What's new in Overcooked 2? There's not that much. Uh, The main thing is uh, you can now throw items across the kitchen which comes in handy when there's a large gap in between you and uh, the other side of the kitchen. You'll know more about that when you start playing. Like, just chasms will open up, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, all the fry pans are over on one side of the, the kitchen, and it'll be 30, 40 seconds before the two sides of the kitchen converge again, and it's really good to have that throwing ability. Um, as well as that, there is uh, emotes, so you can say hello, you can let the other person know what you're doing via on-screen emotes. Um, honestly, the it's, there's too much pressure in the kitchen already to use those emotes, but it does come in handy on the online multiplayer mode, which is new for Overcooked, uh, the previous game being an, a couch co-op only sort of deal. Um, I had a go of it, but it's really intense, and without the communication factor without being able to be next to the person you're cooking with, it becomes terribly frustrating. I was going to say that would be really difficult because the amount of talking that we had to do Mm. to succeed was quite quite a lot. You know, someone calling out what... Because you can't always be checking that top left screen Mm. to check what order's up. So someone has to take... Like, that has to be a delegated role, going, this is what we need next, this is what we need next sort of thing. Absolutely. I found it... In other Nintendo games, for example, Mario Kart, um, it it becomes uh, a different game when you're unable to communicate with the people you're playing against. In Mario Kart, uh, it's a game of betrayal and backstabbing <laughs> and committing atrocities against your, your fellow riders. And it's all well and good uh, if it's your buddy next to you and you can you can swear at him or her and, you know, the it's all fun and games. But if it's an anonymous faceless voiceless person on the other side of the world is doing it it becomes more extreme it becomes more frustrating and without a physical body to punch um (laughs) the tension just ramps up to like unbearable levels wow i found (laughs) i think i've discovered what kind of person you are too (laughs) no no I'm, i'm very good under pressure i wouldn't uh uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, so it's a bit like that. Um, you can get around that with uh, third-party voice chat solutions, but, I mean, that's a lot of trouble for a casual game like this, so you probably wouldn't do it. Um, but, you know, that said, Overcooked 2 is definitely worth it just for the um, the local mo- multiplayer action by itself. It absolutely is, I would say, an essential multiplayer game. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm right there with you on that, for sure. I'm coming around again. We're going to play again. That's so fun. Sounds good. Uh, So that's available for the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, PC, and the Xbox One. Now, Evie, uh, exciting news on your your end. Uh, So we have this segment called What You've Been Playing. Uh, 
It debuted several years ago on the show, and it comes and goes. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. (laughs) It's very handy in this part of the year because we're kind of in a lull. In between E3 and and September, there's usually a a lull in major releases, and um, so there's not much to talk about. But, Evie, uh, you told me you just joined the PlayStation family. Yeah, I have. I've finally done it at 24. I'm I'm actually so (laughs) overjoyed, like, honestly... Um, I played PlayStation 2 a lot when I was a kid at my friends' houses, and I didn't, I didn't get a PlayStation, because I was only allowed one, either an Xbox or a PlayStation, and I went with Xbox at the time. And I, I still really love Microsoft, I'm still all about Xbox, but I actually haven't bought a console for, for, since the 360 came out. So, I haven't really been playing much, Mm. and I feel like a little bit left behind, because I, I got a desktop, I got a PC, a gaming PC, mm. and I've just loved that universe so, so, so much. Yeah. And then I went back to the console and thought, no, this Spider-Man game's coming out in September, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man is my spirit animal, so I've got <laughs> <I've gotta, laughs> nice. to get a PlayStation. Okay. I've just got a, uh, a little note, a little editorial note. Zed Games is a non-partisan radio show. We don't favor Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo or PC. Although, to be fair, <laughs> PC is probably the best of all of them, <laughs> uh, if you ask me. But they're personal. Uh, PlayStation is on a bit of a streak recently. I think if you were going to choose one home console to have, in addition to PC, in addition, uh, in, you know, yes. that goes without saying. Um, it might be the PlayStation. It might be the Switch, depending on the Switch is pretty cool too. Your age and and. and Who's uh, how many people you got around for multiplayer action? Uh, but PlayStation Four, they got it's a very compelling system. There's a lot coming out with PlayStation, which is the big reason that I decided, you know, I'm going to get a PS4 was because they're remastering a lot of games that I played as a kid, and it's so nostalgic and it's so wonderful to see them so vibrant, like Crash Bandicoot. Spyro is not out yet, but soon that's mm-hmm. very exciting. Um, I've been playing Rayman Legends, which is just it's that's just so pleasing and I just yeah. feel ah, I feel a warm and fuzzy when I'm when I'm playing the games. And even I still really love Xbox. I still that was my first console and I've been I've been nothing but loyal to mm-hmm. them for twenty four years. I've been twenty four years? Yeah, Microsoft. Are you, are you sure about that? Well no Xbox. You might want to check long. you might want to check your chronology there, Evie, with the original Xbox launching okay, in two thousand and one, I believe. Yeah, Hasn't quite okay. been twenty four right. years. Well but I was born with that in yeah, mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was born with Xbox in mind. But fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So you've been playing some Crash Bandicoot, the uh the insane trilogy in, in, insane trilogy, mm. yeah. I'm still going through it. Yeah. I keep flicking around between games at the moment because I'm just having so much fun. Mm. Even Rocket League. I've just discovered Rocket League. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I love Rocket League. That's, Soccer with cars. Yeah, on cocaine. It's insane. On, on, on what? Oh, we don't we don't uh, endorse it's those just, substances. It's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's like soccer that's just like out of its mind. <laughs> However, my soccer history playing soccer growing up as well has also come in like great handy with this game, except for the fact that the dynamics are obviously hugely mm. different. But it's the same principle, which is really fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it essentially is just the game of soccer with a giant ball and vehicles. Yeah, with NOS. Yeah. Yeah, with boosts. <laughs> 
My favorite part of the game is uh, the customizability of the vehicles. You can be the DeLorean. Yes. I believe... you got, like, four different Batmobiles going on yeah, there. Like yeah, like, not just one Batmobile, but Batmobiles from different eras, which I yep. greatly appreciate. Um, my favorites, now that I'm thinking on it, not that this is an indulgent... They also just got out the Hang Jurassic on. World. Hang on, I'm still talking about my favorite Batman oh, Batmobile, okay, uh, which would excited. probably be Adam West's. Okay. <laughs> 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 Tangent much. <laughs> Um, although the original from uh, the 1989 Michael Keaton film is also pretty badass because it's all black and goth with a giant rocket. <laughs> um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what's your favorite game on PlayStation so far? Rayman? Uh, probably Rayman. Mm? Yep. It's just, it's so pretty. It's actually like a really, it reminds me of... If I was a kid and my mom was reading me a storybook and I was to actually try and imagine all the characters uh, while she was reading it to me, that's what it feels like playing Rayman. It's it's so cinematic. It's so polished, but it's also got like such wonderful illustrations. I just, it's really wonderful to just like enjoy the world. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. Well, uh, that should conclude this segment of uh, what Evie's been playing. <laughs> Thanks for that update. Looking forward to more PlayStation reviews in the future, Evie. Oh, yeah. And um, make sure you come in a bit more frequently from now on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've got your boss, man. I'll come in. Yeah. <laughs> Just a rem- reminder, it is Radiothon here on 4 Z Until Sunday, 26th. Uh, you can, you got Until then, to get your subscription in. Today, there's a Jungle Love package if you want to subscribe today and go in the draw for that. Big gold prizes. Of note to gamers, there's a Netherworld pack where you get a custom arcade machine built for you, like hundreds of dollars worth of tokens and vouchers to use in Netherworld, and you can go there and have just a massive gaming party. Boy, <laughs> that's one of the gold prizes that you'll go into the draw for. If you subscribe as an uh, as a concession, as a fool, as a passionate, uh, or as a super sub, which is you the... can even you can even get your pets to subscribe. Yes. For $20. Yeah. So if you'd like to subscribe during Radiothon, uh, please give us a call on 3252-1555. People standing by right now ready to take your call. Or on the internet for zzz.org.au slash subscribe. Or why not come and visit us here in uh, the Fortitude Valley. Yeah. Get on the bus, get on the train, walk in, say hi to the person at reception, and subscribe in person. That's probably the best way to do it <laughs> if you're an active person who doesn't play video games all day. Or if you're so excited you have to start running and you just yeah. show up here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, that's going to bring us to the end of this week's episode of Z Games. Thanks so much for tuning in.